0: Is ready. Strikes.
1: The new EPL season is upon us. Now, if you uh, somehow missed it, we put out a lengthy podcast where we broke down and previewed the EPL and we talked about ways that you can bet on those games at Legal Sportsbooks in Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. So if you missed that, go back and check that out. This is going to be a really quick micro pod where we give you some value on some prop bets that we think are worth taking a look at. And just so you know, going forward, uh, shows for Crossing Broad FC this, this uh, year, this season, we're going to still continue to, to provide game breakdowns, uh, recaps, preview the weekend's matchups. But we're also going to be throwing in a little bit of the sports betting Uh, side of things so if you're looking to find some value to add to a parlay or look for standalone bets that are worth your while whether you're an avid supporter of a club or you're somebody who's just looking to casually throw down a couple dollars here or there uh, that is what we are here for so we want to hit you really quick with some epl bets if you're looking for league un i'm really sorry as much as we like to talk about league Un, as much as we like to talk about psg at least in terms of the champions league we are not giving you any league un picks this week just some EPL picks that we think are worth your time. So Phil, I know that you and I both have uh, a different set of uh, things that we wanted to hit really quickly. Um, let's get one right off the top. The biggest uh, discrepancy right now is uh, Liverpool versus Norwich. Uh, Liverpool is uh, plus eight hundred to win the match.
0: It is something that we expect. Uh, we talked. Minus eight hundred. Uh, They're yeah. minus eight hundred. If they were plus eight hundred, you would put your entire mortgage in every month amount of money you could ever get your hands on on them at plus 800 they're 800. did i say plus no i said minus didn't i did i really you absolutely said plus
1: i'm out of my mind okay liverpool is minus 800 right um they're going to win this match they're going to win it convincingly i jokingly wrote for the site on crossingbroad.com that if you're looking to just go crazy to throw five dollars into the wind or throw ten dollars into the wind just on the very minuscule and i mean minuscule possibility that Norwich is able to either uh, pull a draw out of this or somehow uh, Liverpool gets explosive diarrhea um, and they have to go and play a bunch of scrubs off the street. Norwich to win is uh, plus 1600. They're plus 700 to uh, get a draw out of this match. It won't happen but I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, Give the people something that you think is a legitimate chance
0: for them to make a couple dollars here or there. Well, let's just use this match that you already looked at. Um, You're never going to make any money on Liverpool at minus 800 unless you have money you can throw away. I mean, sure, go ahead and put $10,000 on Liverpool at minus 800. You'll probably win the little bit of return you get, but it's not really worth doing that. Looking through all of the propositions and all of the other lines they've thrown on this, the one that jumped at me is over two and a half goals is minus 260. Now, minus 260 isn't especially enticing or exciting as a return. But when you look at this match, this looks for all the world like 4-0 or 3-1 or 5-0 to Liverpool. I don't think Liverpool, coming off the disappointment of finishing just behind City for the league title, is looking to take this first match against Norwich and just sneak out with a win. I think they are going to try to announce to the Anfield faithful and to the league that they're back in it to win it. They're going to hurt you if they they can, and they're going to run it up. That's my feeling. You only need three goals to pay this one off. Over three and a half is plus 104, a little better than even money, but that's where I get a little bit in terms of cold feet because if Liverpool are up uh, 2-0 with 20 minutes left, then they'll just shut it down. Sure. so and two nil wouldn't even pay you it obviously over two and a half goals so you really i i don't want to get to a point where liverpool needs to score four times yeah to win three is where my risk tolerance is at minus 260 it's not a bad look okay
1: uh let me lead people to another match and one that i think is uh is going to be a fun one that's chelsea and united chelsea and manchester united um, of course, the eyes of America are going to be on Hershey native Christian Pulisic, who's uh, going to be making his debut for Chelsea. He's had a really solid week. He had two goals and drew a penalty uh, in a recent match that was uh, nationally televised, and it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Chelsea makes use of him. I like the idea of going with both teams to score. Um, right now, at, um, at FanDuel, they've got both teams to score at -130. They've got the no set at +102. So a couple things that I think are worth taking a look at in this case. Chelsea hasn't failed to score a goal from the run of play since the shootout loss to Manchester City on February 24th. Granted, I'm I'm including matches that were in the uh, I think it was the Asia Cup and also um friendlies recently, but you you do kind of need to take into account some kind of recent form I think in some way. Um United, on the other hand, uh, or, yeah, it was, uh, let me just double check this, yeah, United haven't gone without a goal from the run of play since that same February 24th date, unless you count, and you could, there was a 3-0 shutout loss that they had in the Champions League quarterfinal, I'm just excluding that for fun, Um, but United has been putting up goals uh, even as far back as February 24th when uh, when Chelsea did as well. The only time uh, that United have failed to score from the run of play in league play was on that 24th date where they uh, had a 0-0 draw at Old Trafford against Liverpool. So I think it's probably a safe bet that both teams are going to score. If you think that for some reason United is going to fall apart because uh, Romelu Lukaku has been sent to Inter Milan, and you don't think that he's, uh, you know, his absence is uh, is going to be something that Rashford and, and Lingard can overcome, then I guess you could put you know some money down on um, the no here, thinking that Chelsea ends up scoring at home and United is unable to do so. I think either way you can't really lose. I mean, yes, you.
0: I mean, actually, you can. But um, I think you can feel good about it either way. I very much like. Chelsea and draw at minus 155 here. You're getting the better team, and you're getting the better team with the realization that they're playing a rival like United. They can live with a draw, uh, but they're probably going to win this match. Uh, I like, well, I shouldn't say they're probably going to win the match. They're not a favorite to win the match. I think they'll win the match, but it doesn't matter. I'm not willing to take the risk that they go and lose. So for me, Chelsea and draw at minus 155, very tempting, a lot of value. I like it. Okay. Lead people to another game. Well, you know, I I looked at this one. This one kind of jumped off the page at me, and there's no esoteric prop here. There's no uh, sexy spin. There's no interesting contingency that you need to win this one. Uh, If you listen to our extensive Preview of the Premier League season, you know that we are both kind of high on Arsenal and the things that they've done in the transfer window. And we have no use for what Newcastle has done. The drop off from Benitez to Steve Bruce is going to be uh, really tough on Newcastle and their supporters. We have Arsenal, Newcastle this weekend, and Arsenal are minus 130. That's all you have to pay to get Arsenal. And I know they're on the road. And I know it's not easy to win at Newcastle. But Arsenal is a significantly superior team from a skill basis. And if this match were being played in London, Arsenal would be like minus 300. So just give me the better team in this case. I don't have to pay much of a premium to take them. And it feels like 3-1 to me. So I'm going to take Arsenal in that match. Nice. Uh,
1: The match that I'm really focused on is uh, Manchester City. On the road taking on West Ham United and um, there are two things that I want to take a look at one is uh for the team to score first so city has scored first in ten of their last fourteen matches including friendlies um, they're they're minus four hundred to score first I know that's a really rich bet I know it is but it's it, it the idea that West Ham's going to be able to to score one at home ahead of City. I mean, could it happen? Sure. Um, I guess that kind of leads into the second bet that I have here that I think could be worth it. If you, for some reason, do think that West Ham is going to be able to score first, and I I point back to the last time these teams met on July 17th in the uh, Premier League Asia Trophy semifinal, um, West Ham scored in the 26th minute. Granted, it was a penalty that they managed to convert, if you believe that West Ham is going to be able to somehow pull a goal out before City in this match, but fail to win the match, you can get that at plus 430. Here's why there's a little bit of value. Um, if you think that there's a chance that City comes out flat-footed, they take West Ham for granted, and West Ham rides some kind of a, an adrenaline rush. They know that they're going to be uh, with, with the nation's eyes and, and I, quite frankly, with the entire international football community's eyes on them. Maybe West Ham comes out, play, and have an out-of-body experience. They put that first goal in. The nice thing here is the failure to win does not mean that they have to necessarily lose the match. It's just they can't win. So a draw or a Manchester City victory would uh, would you know bring this one around. Plus 430, worth taking a flyer on.
0: But see, that's... And I, I don't disagree with what you've said. In terms of your value on that wager very intriguing because you're getting a great return if it happens i am a lot more risk averse especially after last season's foray into this deal with my column Uh, i'm looking at the much more simple both teams to score wager which right now is a dead even yes or no coin flip at minus 112. Uh, i like yes here city will probably score three or four times in this match but i don't trust them to keep a clean sheet especially if any of the new players are featured And especially given the fact that City's exertions through the uh, summer were such that Pep Guardiola came out recently and said, we haven't had a real serious training session until this week. Well, they're playing a Premier League match that counts this weekend. And they have gallivanted all over the globe, but they haven't really gotten their serious work on yet. So it's much more likely that they'll win this match, but they'll do it in a quasi-sloppy fashion and they'll concede. And all you need is for West Ham to score once. If West Ham scores once, I'm pretty sure City will score. At that point, you just cash your money and, and this it's likely you'll win this bit by halftime. Yep.
1: I, I like where your head's at. The only look, I'm I'm somebody who if I'm gonna I, I'm not a big better. Like I know people who throw a couple hundred dollars down. On uh, just taking a flyer on something, I think that's nuts. I think it's irresponsible. That's just me. I would rather throw a dollar down on this plus 430 bet and and hit on it than just
0: continue to play the risk-averse game. That's just me. Um, All right, I like like ten dollars on City and West Ham both to score at minus 112, where you might clear nine bucks or 880. That's not irresponsible.
1: That's a, No, that's a fine bet. And actually, I would almost encourage somebody to look at that as, as adding on as part of a parlay. Because you'll you'll end up getting better return on your investment, potentially, if you put that together with something else that you think is also a, a pretty safe bet. I like parlays. This has become my new thing. I, I I don't know why. It's just something I like, Phil. Anyway. I just
0: like, I just like Lay's, sour cream and onion. Mm, not mm, parlay.
1: Uh, sour cream and onion, I can, I can get behind it. I don't know about the. Uh, I know some people like the. Uh, what is it? Sour cream and cheddar. That's kind of weird. Um, any? Were there any other ones that you wanted to hit? Yeah, the are last one. Okay, the last one
0: that got my attention. And again, I keep throwing back to our big show because we did such a great job, in my humble opinion. Um, two other sides that I felt very significantly are going in different directions in a hurry. Uh, you have Everton, who have brought on a lot of new talent and look for all the world like they are actually making a run at a European place again. Going to Crystal Palace, which has a situation where their best player, Wilfred Zaha, may not want to be there anymore. Uh, they have the Palace in recent seasons lingered around the relegation zone, only to find their way out of it in April and May. But they're not fooling anybody, and they're not scaring anybody. Everton is only plus 140 in London this weekend against Crystal Palace. Uh, and I say, it's plus 140. It's not even minus 140, which I probably wouldn't have taken them minus, but at plus 140, that's pretty tasty. Again, you're getting the better team, uh, a team that would be fairly heavy, heavily favored at home. And you got a chance to make more than your money at uh, even strength, if you take Everton on the road against Palace, who I think stinks. So uh, I'll take the Toffees, plus 140 as a value play.
1: All right. I like it, Phil. Well, this was fun. This was our micropod. Even though it was a micropod, we still did, what, 14 minutes. This is, uh, whew. We just can't get things done quickly, can it's we? what we're known for. Well, that's okay. Uh, go follow him on Twitter, at Phil Keidel. That's K-E-I-D-E-L. It's not hard to spell. It's Phil Kaidel. I'm Russ, at Joy on Broad. Uh, links to all of the shows on the Crossing Broad Podcast Network can be found in the description of this episode, as well as links to the uh, Crossing Broad Reviews of the Sugar House Sportsbook and um, also the FanDuel Sportsbook, so make sure you go check those out and uh, let us know what we got right, what we got wrong. Follow us on Twitter and uh, give us an earful if you so choose. Let us know if you're uh, more risk-averse like Phil or if you'd like to take a flyer on a plus 430 bet like me. Anyway, we will uh, be back next week with, uh, or I guess it'll be a week and a half. Phil is going to be uh, going to the land of soccer and uh, we will be back, I guess, in about a week and a half. We'll be breaking down more of the uh, the EPL matches. We'll be setting up for the following week. We're just over, what, two weeks away from the Bundesliga beginning. And by the time we talk next, Syria, I believe, all right, and La Liga will have started. So we will be back with uh, plenty of breakdowns and some advice. So for Phil, I'm Russ. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.